0: That's joinmidi.com.
1: Welcome, readers. Today on Book Chat, we are diving into the mystery title The Weekend Away, written by Sarah Alderson. We are also talking about its Netflix original movie adaptation. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by the Cordoba Agency series, written by Delaney Diamond. The Cordoba Agency is a series of sexy, heart thumping romantic thrillers. There are three books available and the fourth on the way this spring. Book one, Until Now, introduces Cruz and Shanice. A simple off-the-books assignment becomes the race of life and death. Cruz's story continues in book two, Until Death, when the best laid plans can still go awry in the most terrifying way. Heart Stealer, book three, introduces us to Raheem. The last thing he wants to do is play bodyguard to the woman who broke his heart. Book four in series will release this spring. The series is available now in print and audiobook from your favorite bookseller. Buy Delaney Diamond's Audiobooks Direct and get up to 50% off. Visit delaneydiamond.com to take advantage of that author's direct audiobook discount. The link is also in the show notes. Hey everyone, I'm your host Tamara Ford and welcome to book chat here on the Shelf Addiction Podcast. Participate in this discussion by joining the Facebook group Shelf Addiction Official. I hope to hear your thoughts on today's topic. You can always find me and Casey on Twitter and Instagram. The links for everything I've mentioned are below in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please support this podcast by sharing it with some book nerd friends or on your favorite social media space. That would really help me out and I appreciate you for doing so. The uncut video version of this podcast is available now on Patreon. Join us there for exclusive videos including aftershows and more. So if you're interested in that at all, you'll need to come on over to Patreon and sign up. Without further ado, let's get started. We've got a lot to talk about today, so we are going to jump to it. Joining me is feature co host Casey from Heartful of Inc. Welcome back, Casey. Hello, hello. Hey. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm happy you're here. We're <laughs> going to have a good time today, I tell yes, you. Yes, we are. So, you guys, today we are talking about The Weekend Away, and it's a Netflix movie adaptation as well. So, the book was written by what's the lady's name? Sarah Alderson. Sarah Alderson. Yes. Yeah, so this is my first time reading her. Yours too, Casey? My first time. And okay. my last time. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Okay, we'll get <laughs> into all the there. things. We'll get into all the things. But first, our too usual... Too soon. Oh my gosh, right? But first, our <laughs> usual... Uh... Yes. set up for you so here are the book stats uh the book paperback version came in at 336 pages first published july 23rd 2020 by avon and avon books the audiobook came in at 11 hours and 14 minutes and it was narrated by helen keely the movie came out march 3rd 2022 so casey would you please share the book synopsis
2: all right Miles from home, trust no one, suspect everyone. Orla and Kate have been best friends forever. Together they've faced it all, be it Orla's struggles as a new mother or Kate's messy divorce, and whatever else happens in their lives, they can always look forward to their annual weekend away. This year, they're off to Lisbon, the perfect plate, the perfect flat, the perfect view, the perfect itinerary. And what better way to kick things off in style than with the perfect night out? But when Orla wakes up the next morning, Kate is gone. Rushed off by the police and with only a fuzzy memory of the night's events, Orla is her friend's only hope. As she frantically retraces their steps, Orla makes a series of shattering discoveries that threaten everything she holds dear. Because while Lisbon holds the secrets of what happened that night, the truth may lay closer to home.
1: So, you guys, this was really just a mystery. It really wasn't any thriller aspects to me. It was just, you know, trying to figure out what happened, right? Mm -hmm. What happened to my friend, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, okay. You go first. Okay. High level, the book, I didn't think that it was very interesting until about 50% in. Things started to move a little bit, but to me, 50% is a large amount of time to wait for action to start happening. Yes. So I was kind of put out by that. I'm like, okay, we got a lot of history. We got a lot of things happening, but nothing happening. Um, something, but nothing <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there was a lot of that. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. But once things start picking up, I was kind of like, okay, let's, I was into the mystery, but I kind of guessed a couple of things and didn't guess mm-hmm. one thing. Um, but I kept, so I'll just say, cause we do spoilers. Y'all know Yes, yeah, so the whole time. Like, I want to say, I can't remember what exactly tipped me off but the whole time I swear for at least 30%, I kept saying that landlord has cameras. He has cameras. I kept saying that he has cameras. Mm -hmm. Like what, why Mm
3: -hmm.
1: are you? He's crazy. He's talking you. He's watching you. Right. And I'm like, okay, so that was annoying me. And then when um the guy that she was hanging out with the uber driver in the book in the movie he was a taxi driver but there was there were changes (laughs) you guys there were changes yeah but um there were a lot of changes but we'll talk about that in a minute but um you know when he's like brought up to her but what about your husband you know could your husband do it i'm like of course he did of course he did of course he did yeah and it's like that's the only other part you know thing it can make sense and then when we had that kind of give a like throw away like guy like the the police officer I'm like mm, mm-hmm. it didn't quite hit and then when it came back around I'm like told you knew it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. but the end I was like I literally you guys if you follow me on good reads I put after I was finished I'm like that's how it ends mm-hmm. I was like ew so the movie gave us a much more satisfactory ending. Mm-hmm. The book was like, what? <laughs> is this gonna be a second book or something? Like you just end it like that? And by like that, I mean, you know, um, what's the girl's name? Ola or whatever. Orla, yeah, Orla.
2: She, she realizes that her husband is the murderer, and then she turns around to look for him, but he's gone with her, her baby. Ends. With her baby, he's gone. You're like, you like, didn't even want the baby, so <laughs> walk after him. Like, he's 20 feet, 100 feet away from
1: you. Just start mean, walking. It made it, made it find seem him. like he had just vanished. Like, you know, like he had ran away mm-hmm. with the baby. That was like the feeling the book gave me. And I'm like, yeah. is that what happened or not? I don't know. I didn't even think he wanted the baby in the first place. He didn't. So, so I guess maybe once the baby, the baby was there. He wanted the baby. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know y'all. So anyway, that was my high level. What about <laughs> yours? I, this book made me laugh
2: and not in a good way, but that's the only nice thing I can say about it. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I There are so many plot holes. There's so many inconsistencies. Nobody was a good person. Mm-hmm. Like both Orla and Kate are terrible people, and yep. I wanted to bitch slap both of them. Yep. Um, the it was boring. Like the first half of the book was boring. Like you said, at about fifty percent, it started picking up, but it was still so bad, and there were so many plot holes. They're just. We're, we're going to bring back Casey's favorite plot hole game Ooh, yay. <laughs> for this book, because there's so many plot holes.
1: I feel oh like God. there were even more in the movie than in oh, the book, yeah. but
2: we'll, we'll, we'll rip them apart. Yes, But yeah, no, that's my high level is that it made me laugh, but I wasn't laughing in a good way. I was more like when we found out the Uber driver was part of the mafia, I almost fell out of my chair. I was laughing so hard. What? Okay. The freaking mafia? Is he a secret billionaire prince too? Are we going
1: to get some absurd fairy tale next? What is happening? I mean, honestly, we never, unless I missed it, we never really got the real motivation for him helping her unless he just liked her he liked her he, he thought she said was cute.
2: that she reminded her or of she his wife. reminded him of his dead wife
1: i don't buy it that's some bullshit
2: i think it was that she's a pretty helpless woman and he just wants to feel like the yep. big savior
1: yeah because he did say yeah. that but i guess it just rolled off my back because i'm like nah. i don't know if i believe it yeah, but no, okay it was
2: the dead wife thing that yeah She's just the dead wife, reincarnated. You, you remind me her. of my
1: dead wife, so I wanted to help you.
2: So I'm going to threaten a whole bunch of people, you know. I'm part of the mafia, but not really part of the mafia. I'm just like the doctor part of the mafia, but I can threaten people. See, so, you, you know. <laughs> and he was
1: going around threatening people in uh, Polish or whatever language they were speaking. And because Lisbon use- is in... Um, it's in, where is it? I said, it, it's and I in, kept forgetting because. It's in Por, uh, Portugal. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, I just got finished looking up stuff on Lisbon because a <laughs> lot of, actually a lot of Americans go to Lisbon to retire early. That's nice. a hot spot. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, this dude, he just going around cursing people out. <laughs> Threatening just to bother him, you know? <laughs> This book was so bad. I can't. Okay, so look. I wondered, you guys, if you've listened to us, um, then you kind of already know. Casey, this isn't her wheelhouse usually. She doesn't really read anything like this. So I couldn't help but wonder off the rip if she would have some, you know, feelings about it anyway, because it's not romance. What do you think? (laughs) Did you go into it with any kind of, Pre, I, pre-misgivings pre, or conceptions about things because of the genre? No, because
2: I, I was excited to try a thriller. Like you said, this wasn't really a thriller. It was more of a mystery of, like, solve the drunk night. So... Yeah. But I mean, right off the bat, chapter one and chapter two, when Orla and Kate are hanging out, I wanted to strangle both girls. They were awful people. Mm-hmm. Like... Before anything even happened, Orla was being a horrible, horrible friend. You know, Kate's like, maybe I want to have a baby someday. I froze some of my eggs. And Orla inside her head is like, oh my God, you could never be a mother. Only I get to be a mother. You're a terrible person, even though I've been friends with you for over 20 years. Like, screw you for wanting to be a mother. And I was like, wow, you're a bitch.
1: Which is funny because I didn't even read it like that. I read it like she oh. thinks that Kate is so wild she could never be a mother. Like, she made a comment, like, can you even basically stop drinking for nine months? Like, she made a comment like that. I'm like, and I was like, damn, that's... No, <laughs> their friendship should have yeah. ended 20 years ago. They are friends. Like, it was a They're- horrible, toxic... They're classic frenemies. You know that term, right? Like you're friends, but it's really fake friends because you're more enemies than friends. Yes, that's exactly
2: what they were. And so I had, like right off the bat, I was not invested in either of them. I think if they had been different people and I was invested in them, I would have felt more for this book. But I think it's the author and the style of her writing and her characters and...
1: Plot holes. We're gonna get into these plot holes. There are too many plot holes. You know French. what? Let's okay, let's break break it down. Like, okay, so high level the plot is very well kind of explained in the um synopsis. So mm-hmm. Orla and Kate, they have a weekend away for some reason. We really don't know why they're having the weekend away. I guess they haven't done it in a really long time, but they're not celebrating mm-hmm. anything, there's no special occasion, they're just they're just friends they're going just, away for yeah. a weekend you know, um, Orla's relationship is meh, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not having too much sex. We're not doing too, you know, meh, baby. I might have like postpartum. I'm feeling a little depressed. So she's got that going on. And then Kate's Mm -hmm. just like, let's just have a good time this weekend. Let's Mm -hmm. wild out and let's do drugs and get drunk and meet boys, and just do the thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Orla's like, bitch, I'm tired. I want to go to to sleep. (laughs) So automatically, they're already kind of like got different ideas of what this weekend was going to be. And it seems kind of to me like it was a, a setup on Kate's part, because they oh, have absolutely. plans to go bike riding. They have plans to do all this stuff. And then when she gets there, Kate's like, fuck all those plans. We doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that would have pissed me off if that was my quote unquote oh, absolutely. friend. And
2: so for that whole first day before Kate really finds out anything and she's just wandering around going, where's my friend? My original theory was that Kate was like trying to fake a disappearance. Then once she calls the ex-husband and the mother and everybody, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, she just disappears like that. I was like, damn it, my theory is wrong. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, for that whole, like, first, what, 20%, 30%, I was like, oh, yeah, no, she's just faking it. And she, she just wanted it. to, like, hype it up and then disappear
1: Yeah, for whatever reason. And, no. She's it's like, just caused her trauma, it seemed like, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, well... Okay, so they're at the bar, y'all. So they're at the bar. And, you know, you can tell that Orla is not really drinking too much. Well, first they go to a restaurant. They have a bunch of champagne, expensive-ass mm-hmm. dinner. Kate says it's all courtesy of her ex-husband, who is a cheater, mm-hmm. and he deserves to pay this bill. Yep. So they leave, travel a lot. And we should note that she has a little argument outside on the phone with, with her quote-unquote ex at the time. Yeah. They leave. They go back. The credit card was cut off. <laughs> some mess. <laughs> They go to the bar and at the bar, Kate is drink, drink, drinking. These two guys descend upon them very quickly and they're just around. Well, they
2: walk up to the
1: guys. Yeah.
2: Kate takes
1: them straight to the guys' table and Orla's like, I don't know. They're waiting for somebody and Kate's like, no, we'll just hang out with them. Yeah. And they're like welcoming to them instantly, Mm -hmm. chatting it up, getting extra Mm -hmm. friendly very fast. And Mm -hmm. Orla even feels like something is off. She does, yep. but she's yep. like, mm, maybe this guy just flirting with me just because, you know, and should we say like, let's at the beginning of this night, she was, she didn't have the clothes for a party a night. She was mm-hmm. not prepared for a partying night. So, she,
2: so she's wearing Kate's clothes because Kate gave her stuff.
1: Right. So she's like not feeling her best. She's like, I'm an old mother, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here. She feels like, She does not belong, but she's going along with it. She's drinking a little bit. And then she decides to stop drinking. She's like, I'll be too drunk. I need water. Mm -hmm. What does Kate Mm -hmm. do? Order her another drink. And Mm -hmm. instantly she's pissed off. Like (laughs) she drinks it and spits it out. What is this? It's not water. It was like gin and tonic or something. Yeah. And then, so the guy goes and gets her water, comes back with the water. She's like, oh, you know, oh, that's nice. Bring me the water. She chugs it. And instantly in that moment, I'm like, why would you drink anything that this random dude just handed you that was open? You never drink
2: anything a no. man hands you.
1: No, never. you just met this fool. He walked away. You could not see no. him. And no. he brought you the glass of water. Now, thankfully, you know, in the book, he did. He, they weren't the ones that drugged them. No, it was Kate who it drugged Kate. her friend. Um, But they changed that late in the movie. Yes, but. In the book, it wasn't them. So thankfully, he wasn't that that horrible of a person. Yeah, I'm like, you are dumb. You just taking this Mm -hmm. water and just chugging it. I'm like, girl, I would never,
2: never, no, never. Yeah, no, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to smack her. Like, they're just so they're 42, acting like they're 18 and have never been in a bar before. Right?
1: Orla Diz does a lot of things that are stupid. I'm like. Okay, girl. (laughs) So
2: many that, yeah, no, she was dumb as, like, I'm sorry, but she was not
1: using any brain cells at all in this Mm -mm. book. Mm -mm. She wasn't. So Kate says, We're taking these guys back. They have a brief little argument about it on the curb because she's not Mm -hmm. liking it. But at this point, she's feeling very drunk. If she Mm -hmm. thinks something, she's like, She's off like she I feel like she knows something else is wrong, but she can't figure out what it is. No, she's too drunk. She she should be for what she drank because that's because she had drugs that that she was not aware of. Yes. They basically her own friend basically gave her a date rape drug to knock her out. So they get home and like she doesn't really remember anything But waking up and hearing Kate scream, bitch! (laughs) She hears Mm -hmm. her scream, bitch! (laughs) And she wakes up. And then, of course, from here, her friend is gone. Mm -hmm. So here starts, what happened to Kate? What happened? What happened? (laughs) Where is my friend?
2: Neither one of these women were redeemable. No. Kate did not deserve to be murdered, but also drugging your best friend to... Then pretend like she slept with the prostitute by shoving the condom wrapper in bed with her. It's just,
1: you know, really fucked up and terrible. And what's even more fucked up is that I believe Kate would have been okay with that guy sleeping with her while she was passed out. But he said, he said, I don't sleep with women like in that Mm -hmm. state. So he didn't do it. Kate, because he was hand. actually
2: a decent man. Uh, yeah, he doesn't drug women or sleep with unconscious women, right. which is rape. So good for him. But Kate was He's okay. Not a rapist.
1: She was okay with it. So what does she do yeah. instead? She takes a used condom from her excavates and puts mm-hmm. it in Orla's bed. So when she wakes up, she's confused about what happened. Mm-hmm. And of course, Orla didn't even know these fools were prostitutes. If- no. Nope. At first, but upon her investigation, she figures out, wait, yep. you, you know we're hired? <laughs> <laughs> By who? By Kate? What? Kate would never. <laughs> and the whole time she like, Kate would never. Okay, bitch. <laughs> she did. <laughs> You've known this
2: person for over 20 years. Right. And you keep saying, Kate would never do this. Kate's so nice. Mm-hmm. But look at what a terrible fucking person she was. She drugged you she was sleeping with your husband for over two years yes you know there's this this friendship was not a friendship it was a toxic toxic piece of shit
1: and on that note y'all okay so this husband of Orlis this asshole (sighs) he like making little of, like, Kate being gone, oh, I'm sure she'll be back, go out and enjoy the day, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when she turns up, you know, missing, you know, like, legit missing, like, something is really wrong, it's like, he is so... Uh, I don't know, I just feel like the whole time he was, like, just showing his... He was showing that something was wrong the entire time. Like, yes. he sent a photo... And later she realized the photo he sent of him and their daughter was old. It wasn't even a, mm-hmm. a new photo. So no. he like is lying to her face the whole time. The whole time. She don't even get the She's so slow. Time. Yeah. I'm like, she's so slow. My husband would never, he would never, Kate would never. Until she has They've hard. They've been sleeping birth. together for years. Right. For years. 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 Your and husband
2: then, and your best friend have been hooking up for years. It, right. And you didn't notice.
1: And of you're which, trusting one night was the, the day they had their christening for their kid. How gross. Yeah. How gross.
2: Are you so wrapped up in your baby that you didn't notice your husband and
1: best friend disappeared for a couple hours? She's like, what? now that I think about it, when Kate came back, she said she was going to fix her lipstick and her lipstick was not fixed. <laughs> like, okay, girl, uh, that's all I kept saying to this character. I was like, okay.
2: <laughs> so dumb. And she was so condescending to everybody. Ugh. <laughs> no, I did not like Orla at all. And I think if I, if she was a different person, I
1: might've enjoyed this book a little more, Mm -hmm. but no, no, I didn't agree. I think maybe I would have had more, you know, I would have felt more bad for Orla had she had been Mm -hmm. more likable, but I still don't think that despite how she acts that it like none of the things that happened to her were okay right just like no absolutely not he was a complete asshole but did she deserve to be murdered no she didn't no no she didn't yeah but it's like wow what kind of friendship what kind of people like all these people are awful people all of them except for the damn uber driver he was the only decent he's person.
2: mafia so but he's mafia you know so remember he gave this long reasonable excuse
1: something. how he got tied up in the mafia he's trying to escape his prison you know not literal mm-hmm. prison but his prison of his country
2: yeah his so. war-torn country and he was almost a doctor so he's not really mafia he's just like the doctor to the mafia the mafia's doctor yeah up yeah they're bullet wounds and such but you know he can go around threatening people and it's totally fine
1: he's like I've seen them do it a million times I know how to do it
2: <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you I fell out of my chair laughing so hard
1: because they're like do you know
2: he's mafia
1: and I'm just like I can't I can't take it with this. Orla's like, uh, what? (laughs) What do you mean? I don't understand. The whole thing, like even the prostitute, she was like, you know, she was like, like, what? Like, I didn't know that was a thing. Like they were hired. Like she did not understand. He like, yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. They they were paid (laughs) to have sex because that's what they do.
1: Then she had the nerve to feel like her feelings were hurt because. She actually thought they might have the one guy might have just been interested in her, but he was paid to be interested in her. <laughs> Ego crashed a little bit, but what's she going to do?
2: What's funny? What, yeah, no, it's
1: it's I I can't even with this book. <laughs> so another part of the book that I. You know, because I kind of have been into some luxury bags in the recent history. I yes. watch a lot of things about luxury bags. Not like I'll ever own one, at least not for some years to come. Maybe when I become a millionaire, I'll buy one. But mm-hmm. in the book, she had a Hermes um, Birkin that the prostitute stole. And that yes. was like the catalyst to get Kate out of that apartment because she went chasing after them for this bag, mm-hmm. which I don't blame her. They start around 15 grand. Yeah. And uh, they stole it. Her. They stole her everything in it, including her cell phones. They took everything. And she went running out
2: wallet, her passport. Yeah. Which is really fucking dumb on their part, because of course, she's going to goddamn chase you. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to take the bag, leave the passport so she can leave the
1: country. Like, I would leave. What are you going to do with this woman's passport? I know. It's like you're gonna already screwed her, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Leave the passport, <laughs> let her get home.
2: <laughs> I, I mean otherwise my God. she's gonna chase you down and go to the police and like yeah. they'll be able to track you down.
1: Well, and this is another thing that doesn't make quite sense to me because I know full well people who walk around with birkin bags have them things insured. Mm-hmm. Because you gonna walk around with 15 grand or 20 grand on your on your shoulder, you're gonna have that thing insured. I'm sorry. Oh hell yeah. There's no way. So for the movie though, they dialed it back a little bit and gave her a 10 grand Christian Dior instead of the Hermes Birkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she picked that back. Probably because said, they couldn't even find said, a good Wait a face. minute, that's a Christian Dior. That's not a Birkin. <laughs> 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 so, okay, girl. They changed it Like ten grand is much more relatable than fifteen grand, is it though? I don't, I don't know. No, no, <laughs> it's not. I'm like, but wait, what ten grand? Because that's how much they said it was worth in the movie. But I'm like, what Christian euro bag is ten grand? Now I've seen some five, six, seven, but I've never heard of a ten grand Christian Dior. Well, they bag. did say it was ten thousand
2: euros. Yeah, so maybe with the conversion rate, you know, it's. Mm-hmm.
1: Seven or eight Definitely. thousand American dollars and ten thousand euros. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, oh, I guess nobody on set was willing to let them borrow their burkin to uh, record that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but somehow they pulled out a Christian Dior bag, and I'm like, oh, it wasn't even a cute one. They could have gave her like a Lady Dior or something. I'm like that. That bag is ugly. Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> no. no, it was a really ugly bag. I don't
1: know, but okay y'all this is a great time to take a quick break check out um the commercials by listening to those you support the show also feel free to hop on over to amazon and check out the book review journal and the book review notebook both available right now on amazon so give those a, a, a look check them out and come right back and we'll finish this conversation stay with us Today's episode is brought to you by the Shelf Addiction Merch Store. Check out all the bookish t-shirts, notebooks, mugs, and more. Don't miss out on these original designs, perfect for any book nerd. Support the podcast and visit shelfaddiction.com forward slash merch and pick up your next favorite bookish item.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older.
1: So now that we're done talking about the bag, we are back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> me and bags. I swear it's a thing. I got, I got that thing That's going on. Okay. It's a hot topic for me right now, even though I'm like, I'm never going to buy one of those bags. Like, I, I can't. I Every love of-
2: purses, but I will never spend $15,000 on one. I'll oh, buy no. myself a car for
1: that much you money. You know what? You say that now. But let you be suddenly very wealthy tomorrow. Okay, yeah. No, if I was suddenly like a millionaire, yeah, I might <laughs>
2: drop some money on a good purse.
1: Because when 15 grand feels like $150, you're not going to be true. like that. <laughs> yeah,
2: this is very true. I'm
1: very poor. Yeah, so that's why I'm all like just to scale, right? Like I try yes. to understand, but that's why you don't see people walking around with those bags every day because most regular folk can't afford those bags but yeah yeah anywho so let's do some movie comparisons shall we
2: or do you want to do casey's favorite plot let's holes? do
1: your plot holes first and then okay because okay.
2: i i have some good ones some
1: good. <laughs> okay ones. hit me hit me with the first one okay so the
2: first one is with these prostitutes mm-hmm. so did we ever figure out if prostitution was illegal in portugal because orla was like is it illegal is it not illegal i don't know i could have googled it but i didn't google
1: it (laughs) you know i'm gonna google it i feel like in the book it was never clarified if it well i think they assumed it was or orla assumed it was which is why Mm -hmm. she didn't tell the police um okay
2: well these two male sex workers use their real names as the sex workers. And then they tell their clients about their real, real job in the regular world, not the sex world, but, you know, that they're website designers. Mm -hmm. And so when Orla is trying to find these men, she calls the agency. The agent gives out their real names and Orla's like, oh yeah, let me type their names and website designer into Google And then she found their business website. She found their Instagram and their Facebook. And, you know, she did a little more digging. She could probably find their mothers and their whole families. And I was like, sex workers never give out their real fucking names. No. The agency would never give out their real fucking names. They would never tell you what their real job was. You would never be able to find their website design they would make up a Business. job
1: before they None told you, right?
2: None of that would have been possible or should have been
1: possible. Yeah, I absolutely. Not. I call complete bullshit on that whole subplot. Yeah. Most people you'd think would give a fake name, right? Yes. At the very least. If so, like your working name is one name mm-hmm. and then you never tell what you really do. Like, no. If you you're a website that.
2: designer, you'd be like, oh yeah, no, I'm a... That in real life or something like yeah
1: you make you up a story keep for yourself
2: separate
1: yeah because it's fantasy right you don't want to mix your real life with that i wouldn't no, think you don't um
2: and again anybody could just find you by typing your first
1: name and designer
2: into google and then all of a sudden you know there's your Facebook Instagram LinkedIn especially sure if you, you don't have your-
1: a regular name like Joe Yeah. Or John, you know what I mean? Like you got a unique name. Okay. So just for your FYI, selling sex is legal in Portugal, but the procuring law is so wide that it criminalizes the renting of an apartment to a sex worker, which affects indoor sex workers. It is also illegal for sex workers to work together in indoor cooperatives. Working on the streets is legal. So. yeah so I guess you can't bring people to a brothels are illegal (laughs) sounds like
2: good to know because I was just like I don't know if it's illegal or not but you know
1: which is hilarious because I I mean don't uh, if I ever go to Lisbon any guy that tries to approach me I would assume (laughs) is a prostitute (laughs) trying to get paid so get away from me get away
2: (laughs) what you're saying is that We
1: need a weekend away, but we will stay away from the prostitutes. We will stay away from the prostitutes 100%. And we will not drink any drinks handed to us from the men. And we won't drug each other. Like, Mm -mm. oh my God. Mm -mm. No way. Fiasco. Okay, so that was a very good plot hole. So, yes, what's another one?
2: The next best plot hole, which I'm going to skip to the end for this one, was the Dirty Cop. So in the book version, Orla has been arrested after um, fighting with Sebastian and finding out about his cameras. And, you know, they got into a fight. So her face is covered in bruises because she got hit in the face with the book. And they've arrested her. She's in the police station, handcuffed to a table, alone in this room with the dirty cop. And she's starting to piece together that he saw Kate the night. Kate disappeared. Yes, I see you laughing. <laughs> um, and he's like, it was a mistake. It wasn't that bad. And she's like, what did you do? You saw Kate. What happened? And then all of a sudden, this stupid motherfucker punches Orla in the throat. Yeah. And then she passes out and wakes up in the hospital later because
3: whatever, whatever.
2: So this dumb cop attacks a
1: woman who is handcuffed to the table for no reason. Just because she's raising her voice at him and accusing him. Yes. Yeah.
2: And then even though she's covered in bruises... He hits the unbruised part of her neck. Like, if he was being smart about it, he would, one, take her out of the police station, make up some excuse, and then, you know, kill her off scene for, I don't know. Why would he kill her anyway? He didn't kill Kate. It's just making him look super guilty. But two, at least hit her where she's already bruised. So you can't say that there's, like, new bruises on her throat like yeah why are you such a
1: dumb fucking cop yeah um yeah that scene in the book i feel like he was also like strangling her like somehow
2: i think he was like trying to like he hit her and then he was trying to strangle her
1: and she passes out yeah and and then the female cop comes in and yeah so she like her voice was gone for a little while and Mm -hmm. she was like yeah he was She was near death. He almost killed her. She
2: was. He was trying to kill her. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense because he didn't kill Kate. Right. He just asked her for sex and she rejected him. And now that Orla's figuring that out, he has to kill her. Right. While she's in police custody, while he's the only person in the room with her, while she's handcuffed to the table. So he can't even say it was self defense.
1: Yeah. Like, which was (laughs) very dumb. It's very dumb. It was
2: so dumb. It was so dumb.
1: Yeah. I mean, why would you try to kill someone if you know, like, even if you were trying to get sex from the girl, which turns out, you know, he was guilty in that. Yeah. And he's done that before with other people. But you know, you didn't kill anyone. So why are you there? Was no
2: no, nobody was saying anything? Kate was just or Orlo was just speculating about him and Kate. And then he just made himself look super
1: guilty by doing this. And so... But then later they did find supporting evidence to show they were together, right? Like, oh, yes. they were here. Look, his, there's his car. You know, she, he did drop yeah. her off. So those things, I guess, allow someone to presume that he did mm-hmm. the murder. But he but didn't again, the murder.
2: Attacking Orla makes you looks so much more guilty and if you did kill orla then you know double homicide what are you doing
1: yeah so now he like he was gonna go to jail for attempted murder because he tried Mm -hmm. to kill someone he tried to kill orla so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) now you're really going to jail when you didn't have to at all no no so yeah, you probably would have been suspended for some, uh, mis- you know, bad behavior, but you wouldn't be going to jail. <laughs> no. And that's why
2: you should, like, actively be trying to find whoever actually killed her, because you didn't do it, and you don't want to go-, go to jail.
1: Yeah, which is so... weird. Like, these cops were not even acting like cops. They were uh-uh. just, like, I didn't feel any cop vibes off of them. They were just working off of, like, things that people told them, and they were just... They had, um. what is the word for that? They were trying to do, it was right on the tip of my tongue before we started this um conversation. It's like <laughs> they had a killer who they wanted, and now they're trying to make evidence support that, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they had already thought, okay, she did it. Now let's find evidence to support why she did it. Not, yes. let's actually try to find the killer which is dumb because I know he wanted to hide that he had any interaction with her at all, but all the more reason to find the killer because that would remove him, Exactly, because he knew he didn't kill her. Like,
2: he knows he's innocent and it's your job as a detective to find out who actually killed her.
1: I thought of it, confirmation bias, that's the term. Yes,
2: yes. I'm like, oh, there it
1: is. It just plucked (laughs) out of my head, there it is. (laughs) So, but yeah, that didn't make sense. And then the female cop, like, at least in the movie, the female cop seemed like she was somewhat sympathetic at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But the female cop in the book, she was just like on this roller coaster with him. Like she had no difference of opinion at all. Like she wasn't Mm -hmm. trying to see anything from a different point of view. She was just rolling with all the bullshit. Like, this is stupid. No,
2: it was just like, oh, your friend disappeared with her purse and her passport. She left you.
1: Fine. Yeah, gone. And for those that don't know, the reason why Kate went to the police station the day mm-hmm. before, you know, That's was a, yeah, yeah. because you know she couldn't chase down those two prostitutes who took her purse. So yes. the cab driver at the time, or taxi driver, took her to mm-hmm. the police station, and she tried to report her purse stolen to that same mm-hmm. police officer who didn't file the report. Instead, he yeah. was trying to hook up with her. So that is yeah. how that happened and then the next day when orla was like my friend's missing she da da. he had already had interaction with her but didn't say a word nope and he didn't file the report then either no excuse me he was just like yeah i know she'll turn
2: up later she's just your friend she's Come just back just in 24 hours fine. yeah what would change
1: for him in 24 hours nothing, nothing. he still
2: looks super guilty
1: But in his point of view, he left her alive. So he probably just assumed that she would show up. Probably.
2: But still, like, I would look into it. If I was the last person who saw somebody alive and I know I saw them alive. Yeah, I'm going to check that out.
1: Yeah. And I heard, like, um, on a true crime thing I was listening to, like, I I heard it. I think I want to Google this to make sure. But when people Mm -hmm. tell, when cops tell you to wait 24 hours, that's not like a real thing. Like you don't have to literally wait 24 hours. You need to insist, insist to file the missing persons as soon as you feel it's legitimate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that 24 hours thing, they usually say that about adults, but that's not like a hard and fast rule. I think they just don't want to file paperwork because a lot of the times people do show up, right? A lot of the times mm-hmm. people do show up, but sometimes they don't. <laughs> yeah. And then you've lost 24 hours. Yes. Which is wild. Yeah, especially like this situation, you're in another country. Why in the fuck would she just walk off? You know what I'm saying? That does not make sense. Mm -mm. That doesn't Mm -mm. make sense on any level. Like,
2: So my original working theory was that she was trying to get away from the divorce and her ex-husband. You know, like in that first day when nobody has talked to Kate yet. I was like okay so maybe like she's definitely set this up and she's planned something and i think she's like planned to get away and just disappear and you know this is gonna be a weird plot twist but no as soon as kate started or as soon as orla started calling kate's ex-husband and mother and they're like oh yeah no she just disappears like this i was like god damn it Mm -hmm. my theory is wrong
1: mm-hmm Yeah, I thought at first, like, maybe she was just similar to you. I thought she was just Mm -hmm. trying to, I don't know, like, just run away from it all. But I'm like, or maybe she, I just had a hard time. I'm like, I don't know why she would just leave her girl like that. Like, because they weren't really close
2: and they weren't really good. And in that first chapter, she kept saying things like, we're best friends and I love you forever. Don't ever forget that. And I was like, okay,
1: so she's definitely setting something up. Is yeah. she going to run away? And in the end, you guys, what she was setting up is like, look, we're friends, but I'm about to tell you something awful. I'm going to kill your husband and your baby. Well, she was going to tell her about the affair. And we know that because it comes out like the husband, we, you know, the husband was the one that killed her, you know, um, mm-hmm. Orla's husband killed Kate. Yes. But we because found out. Because of their affair right but we found out the whole time that she said she was talking to her ex she was arguing with orla's husband he's mm-hmm. like don't tell kate don't you know he's trying to persuade her to keep the secret and mm-hmm. she's over it so i think you know she's over it like i think she was gonna tell but then that kind of conflicts with her plan so i guess she wanted yeah. orla to feel like well if she cheated and you know rob or whatever his name was he finds out you cheated then he'll leave you and be free to be with me but at the same time Mm -hmm. i'm still going to tell you about that doesn't really jive like you either want her to cheat and then be found out and then they separate and you be the innocent one Mm -hmm. or you're going to admit what happened i don't see how the both both of those stories can exist I at the can't. same time and that
2: was one of the other plot that was one of the minor plot holes that was bothering yeah. me the whole time because like what was kate's plan she talked about wanting a baby she wanted to talk or she talked about moving to the suburbs In one of the text messages um uh rob was like i can't leave Marlowe. and kate was like well the three of us can be together or whatever like it was definitely like a just get rid of Orla and I'll move right in. I'll be the baby mama. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, no, because they'd been sleeping together for years while Orla was going through IFB and um, Rob didn't want her to do the third round of IFB, but Orla did it anyway. And that's when she got pregnant
1: and she was like, and he was so upset or he was really quiet and because he yeah, was just yeah. about to leave her he yes. had decided they you know the text messages reveals this because Orla gets access to Kate's text messages and she reads all these messages mm-hmm. so it turns out he was about to leave her at that point and then she's like I practiced," and he's like fuck I can't leave now I'm sorry I'm sorry Kate I can't you know
2: yeah. and that's when Kate was like I'll be baby mama. Yeah. (laughs) Move me in. I will drug her and set her up with a prostitute. And then you guys can split up and I can move right in.
1: Yeah. Which again, conflicts with why the fuck would he be begging you not to tell her unless you were just pulling his chain. She might've just
2: been pulling his chain. And he said something about, you know, how Kate wanted to feel power over him and that's why he came running over on friday
1: night which was a whole other weird thing like yeah like this is another thing about kate's character so the whole time at the beginning we've been told that kate's husband is a cheater that's why she's getting mm -hmm. divorced she hates all these things about him that's why she's spending up all his money and then when the husband talks to kate i'm sorry to orla he goes you know we have done weeks yeah like, you don't really know what's been going on, do you? <laughs> Basically, she told you it was my fault, didn't she? But mm-hmm. actually, this is—he pretty much confesses that he's yeah. known about this. He just didn't want to blow up her marriage, you know. Yeah. Which is, I feel like a way about that too. Like, what you mean? You wouldn't want to blow. Okay, so if if my husband was cheating with my Friend's wife, let's say I had a guy friend mm-hmm. and I, he was she with his wife, I would totally tell him. I would yeah. I would I would blow their shit up because yeah I wouldn't let them keep doing it. Fuck that. No. Because <laughs> they kept doing it and they yeah. kept doing it and they kept
2: doing it. And they hooked up with the freaking christening
1: Like, like, I mean, even if he was a casual friend in passing or whatever, I would still go and say, hey my motherfucking husband has been sleeping with your motherfucking wife <laughs> and I found out I would tell I would totally rat yes. him out yes like everybody's shit's fucked up not just me nobody told Orla I didn't really grasp that I mean maybe that's a no. man thing to do I don't know you gonna let your ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife keep carrying on with her shenanigans
0: brain fog insomnia
2: And her friendship, and act like everything's okay. Yeah, and, like it, it's all twisted and awful.
1: So that's like, he's like sleeping with his best friend's wife. You know, like if it was mm-hmm. reversed, mm-hmm. that what the fuck? <laughs> no, that's not okay. <laughs> that's the how we. I just don't understand that. So that was kind of also kind of wishy washy to nah, me as well. That yeah. explanation. Yeah
2: no it was it was stupid yeah it, it was right. one of those minor plot holes <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make the i was like yeah no it, it, yeah it just didn't none die. of this stuff exactly. made sense like, yeah it, it really didn't even rob flying over on friday night did not make sense because like what the fuck are you going to do
1: yeah and he had just told her on the phone like um you're due back tomorrow oh you mean when he killed her before, before. yeah when,
2: when he killed her on friday night and then yeah. flying over again to be there with orla and
1: you know like no like either look i don't know how you think you can sneak in and out of a country you can't
2: you can't especially if you're buying a plane ticket your wife is going to find the receipt you know what Any you're a fucking plane ticket.
1: Any government too will be able to find a passport where they stamped your passport upon mm-hmm. entry, no matter how you got there. You're yeah. going you're going to a foreign country because you know they're from England. This is Portugal. You have to have a passport stamped. And you're right. The wife and she did, Orla did like went into a points account or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and found and found that he bought the plane ticket. Yeah. And I was just like, of course she did. It takes two clicks. Yeah. What did you expect?
1: Right. And then the husband, he was so retarded. Like, so after Orla finds out, she finally talks to him, and he seemed like a limp ass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he like, I'm sorry. I'm like, bitch, I'm sorry. You got me over here looking like I have a motive. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> are, you, are you just gonna right. let your wife take the
2: blame for this murder? And... Right.
1: You know, he, it seemed like he was going to let her go down for it. Like he yeah. was, which if she actually yeah.
2: got a lawyer, you know, they would have looked into all the receipts. Look, <laughs> um, that's
1: another plot hole that I felt was missing was I'm like the whole, t- after the first time they told her to come like involuntarily come here and answer these questions. I've been like, where's my attorney? Let me get an attorney to meet me mm-hmm. there. I'm like, like, I kept saying, where's your damn attorney? You clearly not broke get a damn attorney. Why would your husband not hire an attorney for you or get someone for you if you couldn't do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just going to walk exactly. around this bitch without an attorney, just talking to people, get yourself looking like you guilty. <laughs> At least you got one in the movie. Yeah, I'm like, well, they rectified that kind of in the movie, even though the attorney was, like, dumb. And, like, it was, like, yeah. one scene with the attorney, I feel like.
2: Yeah, no, it was but, just enough to get her in there. to be like, yes, we have a lawyer now, but not enough to like actually mean
1: anything maybe that's just because in the movie okay so this is like a major thing that they changed in the movie orla was beth and beth was american Mm -hmm. they changed all so many names and it was so like they changed so many tiny details
2: Yes, yes she was american instead of irish they changed her name to beth instead of orla uh, the baby's name was Marlo in the book and Aster
1: in the movie. Yeah, which was pointless. You could have kept Marlo. It doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, Kate's ex-husband was Jay in the movie instead of Toby in the mm-hmm. book. Like,
1: it was... Like, why change are you changing the these things? Why? Right. But I understand why they would change Orla, because if they wanted her to be American and she didn't want to yeah. do an Irish accent, then you might want to change her name to an American name. American sounding name, but all the others didn't need to be changed. No, And um, that's the only thing that kind of jived with the attorney because an American be like, give me an attorney. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what a, a, you know, a British person or an Irish citizen would do, but Americans be like, I know my rights. Give me a fucking attorney. Give me my attorney. I need my attorney right now. Right. So that was the one thing. They kind of jived with them changing her, but all the other changes were like dumb. There was no reason. No,
2: none whatsoever.
1: And they went to Croatia instead of Lisbon. Yeah, uh, which is again, so I'm like Croatia. (laughs) Like, what's the point of changing the location?
2: Maybe filming, but I don't, I don't know. Then why? Yeah, they changed so much in the movie. The movie was slightly better than the book. So the prostitute plot hole, they just called the agency and set up an appointment with them. They yeah. didn't search on Google. They didn't find their real name or anything like that. Although their names changed too. Yeah. Um, and so that was slightly better Um Although Zane in the movie, the Uber driver who, you know, different names, he was a little bit more violent in the movie. In the book, he just threatened to hit people or punch them in the face. In the book, he's during the movie, he's holding him off that cliff, like threatening to throw him
1: over. Yeah. He's definitely like, that makes you look a little guilty. Is this what you did to Kate? Yeah. It's a little mm. more volatile for sure. And I don't know if I think the movie was better. I think they were both meh. I actually had to rewind a couple of times. Like I will find myself drifting to my phone and I'm like, oh, wait, I think I missed something important. And I went back like 30 seconds or a minute. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It took me forever to finish the book. I didn't finish the book until like midnight last night. And so I woke up this morning and I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and watch the movie before we report the podcast so i made myself like pay attention to it mm-hmm. but yeah I, it was not something i will ever repeat watch
1: yeah and the sebastian thing was very i think really bad in the movie i think i think it came off worse in the movie for him with the like, his cameras and stuff
2: and the book he was just as creepy yeah um there were definitely a lot more videos
1: of people having sex yeah, um, yeah no oh was... this one other scene so there was this one scene you know how we talked about when the prostitutes came for the meeting uh-huh. um so in the book they came for the meeting they sat down and then orla approached them from the back and said hello and then they were like ah and they ran and then Orla, I remember she, there was this whole sentence about she didn't know what to do. So she was standing there mm-hmm. for like a whole minute or something before she decided to give chase after them. Yeah. And yeah. in the movie you know, Orla and Zane or whatever, uh, Beth and Zane were sitting there <laughs> and then they came, they turned, they saw them and ran and then they jumped yeah. up and ran after them. So I'm like, well, that made more sense to me than the a other A little more way. actionable, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Yeah.
3: In That's the weird.
2: book, <laughs> Orla can't seem to like make a decision to save her life. She is wrapped up in her own head in her own life she's so involved with whatever she wants to do and yeah like she sits there, there's like should i run after them my uber driver just ran after them what should do i, I do go? what
1: do i do doug bitch run
0: so, oh yeah
1: and there was one other thing that i appreciated in the movie that we didn't get in the book like when You know, she said she had been drugged, you know, Mm -hmm. and she wasn't sure what happened or if she had been. The cop actually asked her in the movie, were you assaulted? Do you know if you were assaulted? You know, like they had asked more like she was more caring toward her in the movie at first. And they took
2: her to a goddamn hospital. was Like
1: fucking. That's what you're supposed to do. If you have been drugged and you can't remember what happened to you. You
2: want to get your blood tested. You You want to have a a rape kit. Yeah, you have to
1: do that. Especially if you're sleeping with a prostitute, you need to know if you're going to get gonorrhea. Or something else worse. Or something else.
2: Like... Yes, go to a hospital, get tested. The whole book, she's like, I and don't you know. And you need
1: proof. Like I don't they not tell, They would tell Maybe you you had ketamine. Tell. You know what I'm saying? You were giving ketamine. They would know within 24 hours what was in your blood, what they gave you. Yes. And in the book, she's just stumbling around town like, I don't know. Eh, eh, eh. And then she just waited for the people to tell her that they didn't do anything. And she just took it at their word.
2: Yeah,
1: which is so fucking dumb
2: yeah at least in the book she's able to see on the camera her friend drugging her but that was really fucked up and so stupid
1: and yeah she did see them like put her in the bed in the movie so and the movie out. softened Kate a lot. They did. Which so was good. In the movie, they made out that Kate and him had just recently started that affair. And it wasn't going mm-hmm. on for years and years. No,
2: it had only been a couple months. Mm-hmm. And in the flashback, she's like, it was the worst night of my life. It was the biggest mistake ever. I don't want to do it again. I'm going to come
1: clean and tell my right. friend what happened. And the husband flips out and kills her. Right, so in the book, Kate actually wanted the husband. In the yes. movie, Kate's like, "I made a big mistake." So they yes. really did try to make her like. You're right; they softened her a lot. She did not drug, fast. Right, the, <laughs> the, the guys actually did because it was scam. the prostitute. They 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 put the pro. They prostitutes drug the people that they're about to sleep with. They don't actually sleep with them. They just steal their stuff and run. Mm-hmm. So Which that's is, like a scam. <laughs> yeah.
2: How can you stay? Prostitutes work at an agency where they, I don't, I do Like if so you dope. can't
1: remember, they can say, yeah, we slept together. You don't remember. And then you're like, I don't remember. But then who took my stuff? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that but doesn't was, make sense either. It doesn't make sense at all. Like, Hey, your process, they call the agency. Like, Hey, your prostitutes came up in here and all of a sudden all my stuff is gone. Yeah my
2: stuff is gone I've been drugged what's yeah. happening I'm gonna yeah. sue you I'm gonna tell the police about you like, maybe
1: if they were working their own side gig but that didn't make sense if they were taking calls through an agency a modeling agency yeah. or whatever yeah no yes. it made
2: no sense none of this made sense. no none of it
1: <laughs> ah yeah there was a lot of um things like when you start breaking it down it's like mm, and it didn't take much honestly it didn't take much to start noticing the things
2: no no if you're paying attention you're just like what the fuck is what what is this
1: yeah there's so many
2: plot holes none of this makes sense these are all terrible people doing terrible things to each other why should i care about any of this
1: yeah and um mm wild so (laughs) I mean so in the end I mean obviously we had a lot to say right so there were things to talk about but I agree with what you said earlier Casey that this will be my last first and last time reading Sarah Alderson I just don't think it's for me
2: no no I just yeah There are too many plot holes. There are too many inconsistencies. There are too many terrible characters. Nobody to root for. It's poor writing and poor editing.
1: I think the premise was interesting, but they could have, she could have done a lot more with it. Yes. It could have been so much more than what it was, but the the story was very simplistic and it could have been a lot more everything. Yes, it really could have. All right, so shall we rate the book in the movie? Do you want to go first? Okay, sure. So upon initially closing the book, I gave it a three. I'm like, well, oh, nice. it wasn't awful, but it wasn't good either. So that's usually where my threes are. Meh, you know, uh-huh. the mess zone, right? Uh-huh. So I gave it a three, but after like talking about it more, I really want to change it to a two. I want to change it to a two. Uh-huh. It wasn't good. And there were abundant plot holes. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. There were. Um,
1: for me, the movie was not better than the book. So I would give that a two out of five as well. The movie mm-hmm. was not better. They made a lot of changes that were stupid and didn't make sense. But on the flip side, they did make some changes that I liked more that were more logical as far as how mm-hmm. someone would behave in this type of situation. But I don't think I liked Leah Meester. Is that her name? I think so. I, I think, and I liked her. I like her from Gossip Girl, but I've never seen her in anything else. And like, she acts kind of the same. Her, maybe it's her voice, her mannerisms. They're like the same. So I was just like, eh, meh, eh, nah. meh. it's fine. It's great for straight to Netflix. But if I weren't already invested in the book, to be honest, I probably would have fallen asleep during the movie. Yeah. For me, both get two out of five. What about you?
2: So if I was in a nice, generous mood, I would give the book two stars. But I'm really annoyed and frustrated with it. I mean, it did make me laugh, like fall out of my chair laughing, but I wasn't supposed to laugh like that when you found out that he's mafia. Ugh. But I could not <laughs> stop laughing; like it was just so <laughs> absurd. Yeah. Like, is the freaking mafia? Like, yeah. But I mean, there's so many plot holes, and I didn't like anybody, so I just give it a one star. Like, I, okay. I am annoyed with it. There's so many things wrong with it. I could talk for another hour about how annoyed I am with this book, but I don't want to waste my time. So the book gets one star from me. The movie, they changed a lot. And like changing the names was really annoying and stupid and pointless. Like there was no reason to change all the names like that. They improved a few things. They made a few other weird choices I'll give that a generous two stars. I did thumbs down on Netflix when it says rate this title thumbs up or thumbs down. I went, thumbs down. Don't recommend this to anybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll, I'll give it a generous two stars, but I will never recommend this to anybody ever. No,
1: I wouldn't either. Um, it was disappointing. Like when was I saw really the movie trailer, I was like, oh, this could be interesting okay I'll check it out let's check it out yeah no yeah no
2: (laughs) I will read any other thriller you want me to read but
1: please please stop with the plot holes you know what I swear like I'm like the one time I choose like this type (laughs) of genre I'm like it goes left and I'm like, oh, of course it wouldn't I've be a great A lot one. of terrible, terrible adaptations for us too. So I know we try, y'all. We try. We but try. The thing is, though, and as you know, your book. Most of you guys are book readers. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, you hope for you the know, best, and yeah. you pick up
0: a
2: book,
1: and sometimes they are disappointed. Yeah, like it looks good from the outside, but it's not good on the inside. Not on the inside. <laughs> Yeah, like it has all the markers for a good story, but it just doesn't come together. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's what happened with The Weekend Away. So this one, um, I started a new thing. So this one, I am um, putting it in the giveaway pile. It's not going back on the shelf. It's going in the giveaway pile. Good. Good.
2: (laughs) I got mine from the library. It's going straight back.
1: All right. So recommendation do not buy for your yourself. Do not buy. Do not buy. No. no. <laughs> yes. do not
2: read. do not watch.
1: Yes, do save not yourselves. Save yourselves the, uh, the time and read something else. Yes. All right, I think we're done. What do you think, Casey? I think we're done. Okay. Well, this has been a fun uh, conversation as always, as always. And I hope <laughs> you guys return for another one. We'll have something new for you next month on our bookish topic. We'll have something new for you and uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Until then, take care of yourselves. Bye,
3: Bye everybody. guys.
1: If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to show your support, there are a few things you can do. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a positive five-star review, or like this episode on your favorite podcast player. It seems so simple, but it really helps me out. You can share this podcast with other book nerd friends or on your favorite social media space. You can also join the Shelf Addiction Patreon family. For as little as $2 a month, you will help us produce even more awesome content for your ears. You can also consider joining the Shelf Addiction Official Facebook group where we talk all things bookish and more in a safe space. The Shelf Addiction Podcast is a part of the Nerdy Maven Network. You can also reach us via email at info at Thank you for listening.